0: Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Hey, welcome to Hope for Today. Again, I am not John Bates, but you are... But he's cool. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Nick Franklin. I'm one of John's assistants and producers of this show. And we are so excited today for part two of our conversation with Ben Armstrong. So in case you missed part one, go back, watch it. Life-changing. I'm still thinking about it. And uh, I mean, it's it's hard to keep talking because I have so much to think about. <laughs> so <laughs> we had fun. Didn't yeah, you? we did. Oh my gosh. That was awesome. So uh Ben, let's let's dive right into it. Today we're gonna talk about dreams. And yeah. this is a topic that you are very well familiar with, and uh, I would say potentially an expert
1: in uh, pra- practicing expert. You <laughs> yeah, know, I, I think one of some of the things that people always think is like, oh, you're you're the definitive voice. like you you know it all. I'm like no, I'm, I'm learning Yeah, and and I may be a further along in the journey. I think we stop being able to be a teacher when we stop learning.
0: Wow. And oh my we lose
1: our credibility as a teacher, as a trainer, as an equipper mm-hmm. um, when we stop being a learner. And so I, I would say, everyone, I'm on a lifelong and maybe eternal journey yeah. with God on this whole idea of dreams, dream interpretation, even the interpretation. This works with dreams, visions, encounters, uh, different circumstances in our life. The gift of interpretation is vital to that.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting too, because I remember growing up as a kid, I was never really taught about the significance of dreams and God dreams. And it's interesting because the first real time I heard testimony of dreams right here, right now in our day in society, actualizing to encounters with God and you yep. know life was actually in a book called um, Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus by this guy named uh, Nabil Karishi. Yeah, it's awesome. it was crazy because in that book, um, he was a practicing very devout Muslim and he had started his journey to come to Christ and he had had dreams and he didn't know what they meant. And he asked his mom to interpret them, who was a Muslim, and in her interpretation, It led him to Christ. And I just remember in my teenage years reading that I was actually in high school, I thought to myself, wait a second, like dreams are significant and God is still speaking to us in dreams. And then believers
1: and non-believers. Yes, that's that's the key. Even Old Testament, Old Testament kings, wicked kings, God's given them dreams for their nations to save their nation. Like, oh, like God, you care for their nation? Yeah, he does.
0: So, and it's been interesting. And for me, the journey I'm on, um, God has actually really used my wife to help me understand dreams a little good, bit better. Good. Her and her family dream all the time. And she started to have this um, awareness and hunger to understand them better. And so she's been taking some classes. She's done your dream life course. Come on. And uh, so obviously, you know, I mentioned in the last part or part one, she's really excited about the dream journal. We're gonna get it and walk through it together. Yeah. But um, tell us kind of how you came to uh, be so interested in dreams. You you know, where your journey started was it in adulthood childhood yeah. you know you go well
1: <laughs> it was it was pretty much very young um probably a- around the ages five six seven eight you know i'm i'm having this thing where my name is benjamin joseph wow. armstrong and When I would read the Bible and I'd read stories about Joseph in the Old Testament and Joseph in the New Testament and both of them having dreams and 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 being guided by God with their dreams. And even in Joseph in the New Testament's case, like Jesus Christ is saved because Joseph honors a dream. Wow. And when the most important event in all of human history or the second most, I think the resurrection is probably the most important. But the birth is yes. just as important because you don't get the resurrection without, without the, the birth. birth. So, so you, you know, you've got the birth, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, but the birth of Christ was marked by dreams.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> and, and isn't it interesting that throughout history and at, throughout biblical history, any significant move of God was marked by an increase of dreams and visions? Wow. And so we want to pay attention to that. So at a young age, I had this weird thought, Nick. I thought God named me, not my parents.
0: Whoa.
1: Well, of course, my parents <laughs> named me. Yeah. I'm not weird, but of course, my parents named me. But I felt like they were inspired by God. Wow. So I would study these Josephs and study every place in the Bible where there was dreams. And I said, God, if you spoke to them in, your, in their dreams, I think you want to speak to me in my dreams. Wow. And I began this journey and science says we all dream. Not everyone remembers yeah. their dream and there are different reasons why. And I go into that in our dream life school of interpretation. And I've got a book coming out later this year or the following year, actually. Um, but I, I'm super excited about how God speaks to us. We spend a third of our life asleep. Oh, my gosh. I know a lot of people like, what? (laughs) yeah, by the time you're 60 years old, you'll you'll have slept nearly 20 years of your life. Wow. Now we see that as like, oh, what a waste of time, except if we know that God set up that cycle for our benefit. Oh, my gosh! Look at nature. Nick, most growth in nature comes at night. Wow. So some of us, we're trying to. Get more done, do more stuff, be more productive in the day hours, not knowing that God set up a cycle for our growth, that if we'll honor that cycle of rest, if we don't have rest, then you won't actually re- reach your fullest potential. Wow. And then he hides in sight of the night seasons for two things. You know, think of our bedroom. You're a married man. Yes. Your bed is for two things. It's for rest and for intimacy. Yeah. Intimacy that produces life. In the same way, God set up the same cycle for us in the night season where we get rest, number one, mm-hmm. that's what it's for, so I can recuperate and and not even recuperate, so I can start ahead of the game. The wow. Hebrew culture, their day started at night. In Genesis, the book of Genesis, very beginning, is there was evening and there was morning the first day. Wow! God measured the That's day. That's so interesting. <laughs> from living from rest towards yeah. your day, rather than for rest. Wow! From rest. Remember, Adam walked with God in the cool of the evening, hmm. F- from a place of rest and intimacy and connection, revelation, mm-hmm. and feeding from God. What's my assignment for the next day? Oh. And he would live towards that day. And so that is something that was stirred up as a young man inside of me that I began to say, like, I was just a big questions guy with God. Yeah. And I began to learn how to look at things metaphorically, Mm -hmm. you know, look at scriptures where Jesus rocks up on the scene and he loves to talk to his disciples in parables and the people in parables. He was giving them a picture, a vision of what he's trying to teach because We're not just auditory learners. We're better learners when we can have a visual of it, too. Wow. And so when we actually hands on and then they would go and farm or be shepherds and they do the stuff and remember the story that Jesus taught them. And Mm. then it become ingrained in, in them. They're like, this is that. Wow. And so in the in the same way, I continually ask God with the pictures that I'd receive in visions and dreams and I, I'd ask question, God, what does that mean? What could that symbolize? Is this literal? Is it symbolic? Because most of our dreams, most everyone, a majority of our dreams are going to be symbolic. Mm. And it's going to need some interpretation. Look at, uh, look at scriptures and a lot of the dreams that people had were symbolic and needed some sort of interpretation. Yeah. However, there's examples in the Bible where it was actually literal. Look at King Solomon. Yeah. As a young man, he's like, God comes to him and he's like, God, I need wisdom to lead mm-hmm. your great people. Can you give me a discerning heart? Give me wisdom. And God loves his answer, gives it to him, and gives him victory over his enemy and gives him divine wealth, the things he didn't ask for. Yeah. But the unique thing is one of the accounts, and there's two accounts of this story in Scripture, mm-hmm. but one of the accounts, uh, accounts of this this encounter with God, it says, and then Solomon woke up and realized it was a dream. See, dreams are in a second class encounter with God. Wow. And sometimes uh, we can have an encounter with God that we think is symbolic, but is actually a literal encounter. Wow. And that's what happened there. Uh, even with Joseph, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph yeah. in a dream. No, it wasn't. Oh, he, he just had a dream. Yeah. of the angel lord it Mm -hmm. really wasn't him you know that's how we put it Mm -hmm. but i think god's renewing a value for dreams yeah and you see it in yourself you see it in your wife even my wife and when we got married i had this huge value for dreams and she's like yeah you know i don't know (laughs) now she's our scribe she is the recorder of all of our family's dreams my children are dream interpreters. They're some of the best interpreters I I have ever met. Wow. And it's intuitive. Why? Because we're having a generational increase. Yeah. What I stewarded, they're actually stepping into in a greater measure. Your kids are having dreams right now. Yeah. Dreams about their soul, dreams about God, dreams about their body, spiritual realm, all kinds of stuff. Sometimes we don't know it until mm-hmm. we start creating a value system for wow. it.
0: Right now, I want to go to sleep (laughs) and have a dream. Amen. That's what my daughter Madison does. Whenever she's
1: (laughs) facing a struggle or a frustration or she's feeling disconnected with God, she says, I need to go have a nap. Oh my gosh. I need to go have a dream with God. And she usually has a dream that connects her some way to God in a powerful, powerful way.
0: Well, I want to ask you, Ben, so let's say we have people watching right now that maybe they are dreaming. Maybe their kids are telling them that they're dreaming. Yeah. Um, Where would you tell them to start when it comes to interpretation, understanding their dreams? Because I know a lot of people only have nightmares or are always having these fearful dreams. Some people are having dreams that are totally out there and they're just, you know, you know, crediting the weird pizza from the night before. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, where yeah, do you pizza start? Dream. Yeah. Where do you start with understanding, hey, this is what God is trying to speak or communicate to me in my time of rest and, and dreaming.
1: Yeah. Let me speak to nightmares, night terrors, and um and first let me pray over you, all of you who are experiencing that on a regular basis. God, I, I release a new grace. This is, this is not from you, this is from the demonic realm that is trying to hijack a place of intimacy with you. And I pray um, that if there's any open doors, open doors where I've, I've fed on fear, or I've invited negativity through what I watch, through what I listen to, through what I feed, that there'd be a grace and a courage to shut those doors and open up to you and God, any patterns or anything that even trauma or, or life experience that open the doors to these kinds of, of dream and torment, we say no to that. Yes. And we release healing to brains that have uh, actually have grooves and patterns in their brains where this is their natural, this is what they go to. And they go to bed with fear that it's gonna show up again. Hmm. God, would there be a new grace and a new excitement to yes, connect God. with you in Jesus' name? Yeah, and so t- talking about this, where, where do we start with dreams? I think, yeah, barring doing a, a class like uh, Dream Life School mm. of Interpretation, barring getting, you know, the the dream journal, and I'm not trying to sell those. Those yeah. are resources yeah. that I think are great resources that kickstart the process. Number one, I want to have a value for dreams, so I go to bed. I want to pray over my dreams. Mm. God, well, this is what we would pray with our kids. God, take us on adventures with you tonight. Wow. <laughs> God, give us dreams of destiny and purpose. Yeah. Give us dreams of innovation, invention, creativity, Mm. solutions for problems. And not just us, but give our friends those dreams. And we pick friends to pray over. Why? Because whatever you sow, you're going to reap. So they're sowing dreams to their friends. And then they're recognizing, oh, I get to expand the kingdom. Greater is he that is in you than it is in the world. The world doesn't affect my dreams. I affect the dreams of the world. Wow. And so when that's we true. start doing that, it's vital. Then, you know, I, I want to start with like, I want to recognize even when I'm I have a dream, stewardship causes more to happen. So I like to have a re, something to record my dream. And that's mm-hmm. why the dream journal is going to be such a good thing, because you map out your dreams and then you go through a whole interpretive process, asking questions of God, hey, what could this mean? Is it literal or is it symbolic? What's the source of our dream? There's four main sources of dreams. Mm. You and I know that from scripture, we all realize we're triune beings. We're made in the image of God. We're body, soul, and spirit. Mm. And we can have dreams on each of those levels. So we can have body dreams, soul-based dreams, and spiritual dreams. But spiritual dreams is two-pronged because there's the the demonic realm and then there's the heavenly realms. Mm. And so those are the four main sources. And we want to figure out, okay, what's this from? You know, a body dream can be as simple as I fell asleep on my arm and it cuts off the circulation. I have a dream someone cut off my arm. What's going on? Well, what's going on there is my body's trying to tell me I can't find my arm. Yeah. Or maybe you drank too much NyQuil last night because you have a cold and you took some cold medicine and and that's a chemically induced dream. So That's body as well. Soul would be, and soul isn't always negative. Yeah. Like just be more self-aware. It's what we feed ourselves. It's it it's connected to our mind, our will, Mm. our emotions. You know, maybe you're at your job and you've got a big deadline coming up, and you have a dream that you're falling. Oh, you maybe you feel out of control. Yeah. Maybe you feel like you don't have a solution, or you're back in elementary school taking a test, and you don't even have a pencil to take the test and you're like what's going on and like <laughs> look at the context of your life do you mm-hmm. have a deadline do you have something that feels like a test right now in your life and you feel unprepared for it wow. that's going to show up here we become way more self-aware when we pay attention to our dreams yeah those things and then you know i would encourage you i don't want to go through the five things that we went through last mm-hmm. session but i'd send you back to our last yeah. session that we did on encounters and apply that to dreams as well. How do I recognize if the dream or the source of the dream or vision or prophetic word or encounter is from God? There's five main things. Check those out. And then uh, I sit down and I start mapping out my dream. What's the, who or what's the primary focus? Yeah. You know, if we're having the dream and I'm actively participating in my own dream, Mm -hmm. it's probably about me. (laughs) Even if Bill Johnson showed up in your dream, it's probably about yeah, me. Probably... Oh, I had a dream about Bill Johnson. And I was at his house and we were friends and we were having dinner, and people come to me like that and say, Can you introduce me? We're supposed to be friends. I say, No. Yeah. You know, this dream's probably more about you than it is about him. Yeah. So so then we begin to ask the question: Is Bill Johnson literal? Mm. Or is he symbolic? Wow. If Bill Johnson shows up in a dream for me, most of the time. He's showing up as a spiritual father. Yeah. And it could be symbolic of God, the father. Wow. Wanting to teach me something, train me something. Sometimes he shows up in a dream and it's all about healing. Well, I know Bill Johnson as a guy who goes after healing. So there's the grace of healing coming in my life. Maybe it's the apostolic. Yeah. The apostolic anointing, apostolic grace that is life that God's trying to teach me. I can remember years ago having a dream where... Um, I walked into his office and and he says, how come you haven't been visiting my office more often? He didn't say, how come you haven't been visiting me? He uh-huh. said, how come you haven't been visiting my office? The office of an apostle. Wow. And I and that sent me on a journey to get learned and trained up more in the apostleship portion of the fivefold. Because wow. I, I, I was really, my sweet spot was more in the prophetic portion yeah. of that. And I am a prophet, so it's like, okay, well, I need to learn a whole new grace. Wow, that's so, amazing. Yeah, those are some of the kickstart things. <sighs> you are
0: I'm... blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what? one thing, I mean, part one, you broke a lot of misconceptions and helped me with some things. Part two right now, I think something I just realized in myself and I think maybe some viewers are maybe realizing as well is I think the church, we think that if you have a dream you need to find a dream interpreter. And really what I think I'm hearing too is like, no, I have the power to interpret my dreams. And as long as I've been having dreams, I, I don't dream very often, you know, maybe a handful of a year that I remember and I write down, I always seek out someone to interpret them for me. And now I'm realizing, oh my gosh, like I've been missing out on a way of communication with God because I've just thought, oh, someone else is going to interpret them for me. I, I'm not going to interpret them.
1: Yeah, this is why we train and equip. That's the apostolic nature of who we are as Bethel is whatever we get good at. It's mm. now our mandate to reproduce. Wow. So reproduction is the apostolic model, that generosity, that spirit of God. But here's the deal, uh, even with that. If you look at scripture, 1 Corinthians 12 lays out some of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Paul was trying to be exhaustive. Yeah. And I don't even think his focus was on the gifts. He was, His focus was on one spirit, Yeah. many gifts, yeah. not for, for these polytheists <laughs> who who didn't know that there was only one God. They're like, no, there's a lot of different gods. And then anytime there's a different gift, it's a different God. Yeah. Paul's like, no, 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 guys. Hey, love your zeal, love that you're operating in the gifts. Mm -hmm. They have this misbelief, wrong belief system, and they're still operating in the gifts. Paul's like, no, (laughs) no, it's one spirit. But he does lay out some things in there, and he goes through a list of gifts of the Holy Spirit that were in operation in the church. One of those was the gift of tongues Mm. and the gift of interpretation of tongues. Now, I was raised in the assemblies of God, and so I would always read that scripture through the lens of my heavenly language. Yes. Oh, I got the gift of tongues and yeah. that's it. Uh-huh. But the original language uh, that that was written in in the Greek and Aramaic there, uh, the gift of tongues is the gift of many languages <laughs> and dreams are a language of God. And then not only does he give you the gift of speaking different languages, Mm -hmm. he gives you the gift of interpretation to interpret those languages. So what what Joseph modeled, what Daniel modeled, what a bunch of these biblical people um, modeled uh, of being able to interpret and understand their dreams and be 10 times wiser was because they were connected to the Holy Spirit. And they have a. We all, if we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. we have access to all of the different gifts of the Holy Spirit, which wow. means interpretation is part of those yeah. gifts, and it's super valuable. It's something I'm passionate about. I wish we had some yes. more time to talk about this because we we kind of uh, unpack mm-hmm. more in depth yes. that whole idea of interpretation, and you know, I love. Uh, Daniel and both Daniel and Joseph in the Old Testament, because every time the kings, the pharaohs, the rulers, they would say they would have this comment. Is there anyone like this we've ever met met. in whom the spirit of the gods is in? Yeah. Now they're polytheists. So they're they're They see they recognize the divine. Yeah. The spirit of God, the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit. And again, that was the, re- the reason they were able to interpret because they had a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Wow. And so I would encourage you, you want to kickstart yes. in your whole thing? Let's pursue a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit and deeper connection with Him.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for your time. And, uh, I feel like this is just a glimpse into all of the content that you guys have so where can they find it we'll put all the links in in the description below but what what is it where can they find it yeah
1: uh go to bethel.com or bethelprophetic.com check out our prophetic ministries department check out dream life we have our dream life school of interpretation every year in march and we're planning to take dream life school of interpretation on the road Come on. to different places where we're connected so look for those schools in this next year and then our dream life journal uh there'll be a link there awesome. as well a qr code to put your uh, email address in to be the first to be informed when it comes out and Heck yeah. you can get that journal.
0: Bingo. Well, thank you again so much, Ben. And uh, if you have enjoyed this conversation, uh, make sure to reach out to Ben, go to all those links, uh, make sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment so we know what you're thinking and uh, go fall asleep and have dreams and encounter. Yes. God. Awesome. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.